to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy. Certain point. If you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star, then uh -huh, uh -huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status. We, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even saying eat meat, but at least put some cereal in the milk. Come on. <laughs> you, that's like taking six, 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 the mark of the beast, and redefining it, like Biggie tried to do, and saying, no, it means this or that. No, 666 is 666, you can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. The Bible says that in the last days, truth will become scarce. It speaks of men falling away from the truth that saved them for the sake of their own way. Second Timothy 3 and 13. But evil men and seducers shall what? Wax or grow or become worse and worse. Deceiving and being deceived. In order to deceive, you have to be deceived. That's right. You have to be deceived in believing that you can get away with deceiving. I'm too afraid. I'm too afraid to deceive because I just feel like I'm going to die. Many of our churches and church leaders have made the truth second to their own motives and aspirations. Churches are being manipulated and controlled because of the personal desires of men and the what? Itching ears of the people. 2 Timothy 4 and 3. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to right teaching. They will follow their own desires. And I love the way this translation breaks this scripture down. They will look for teachers who will tell them what? Whatever they want to hear. That's what itching ears is. And it, and it is so, so subtle. Many of you, it may be on your job, it may be a family member, it may be something. Uh, your little niece, she want to start living with y'all and uh, she don't have no place to go. And you'd be like, well, you know, she's kind of on drugs and she's a stripper. But, um, but, but, but well, if you, but, but, but you're Christian, so you should keep her and, and change her, right? Well, you got a new family, you got small children, do you want to? I mean, let's see if there's room at the shelter for her. Until she... Put a tail up and quit. You know what I'm saying? That'll change your family forever. And, 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 and I'm not trying to be funny or anything, but why in the world would you introduce dysfunction in your home when your home is not dysfunctional? Hurt feelings sometimes are better than your hurt children. Hurt forever. You preaching one thing and you bring somebody in there that's living something else? I'm preaching to somebody. I don't even know why I brought that up. It's no longer about truth, but the modern church reeks of the new age mindset of the world. I wish y'all I, I could have seen Sacramento Friday night when I got on the creation rolls. Big old crowd of folks got up and left. Women. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. He's in my way of my purpose and season in my harvest. They got up and bailed. Oh. Foolishness. Because of truth? You're going to bail? Okay. 
If you're going to leave because of truth, where are you going? <laughs> Has anybody ever thought of that? Where are you going to go? In your mind, what are you thinking? Oh, no, no, I mean, I, that's too hard what he said. Okay, you're going to go where it's soft? I don't even understand. What do they think in their mind? How are you going to get away from truth and you're a Christian? How are you going to avoid the Bible? I know how. I just don't read it. The Bible says the gospel is being mixed with lies and fables for the sake of enticing and entertaining the membership. 2 Timothy 4 and 4. And the people shall be turned away. They shall turn away their ears from what? And they shall be turned unto what? Stories. Storytelling preachers. Make it sound all good. Joseph saw his brothers coming. And then he took one step. Then he took another. Why you not a priest, Pastor? You not a priest. like that preacher ain't saying nothing. I'd be like, man, he didn't say nothing. Everybody, whoa, oh! <laughs> Shh, can't you just hear him? Shh. <laughs> like, man, he is working on this, isn't he? Dramatization. And it don't do nothing but get the sissies going, don't it? I mean an uh, uproar because it's dramatic it's drama and homosexuality is nothing but what drama hard, trying hard to be a woman I mean doing stuff women would never do why are you walking so hard mm, oh, just exaggerating everything I'm like dude man you're going to break something oh go trying hard to be a punk when he was growing up they wouldn't let that mess in church but an old mother would walk from across the street and come take the mic from me just appear <laughs> where'd you come no baby not in the house of God uh uh-uh. uh God don't like that Paul told Timothy to do what preach the word when in season and out of season. 2 Timothy 4 and 2, preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and what? He was warning him, Paul was warning Timothy, that there was a time coming when truth would be unseasonal. Truth would be out of season. When strawberries are out of season... The strawberries you go in there to buy look like crap, don't they? They all withered up, nasty, just because they're out of season. You can't grow them in that season. Real, I'm talking about real organic strawberries. If they were to grow out of season, and they wouldn't taste like anything but water. Because they're out of season. Well, Paul was, t- Paul was teaching them that. The truth would become like that. It would be unseasonal, meaning that it wouldn't work in certain seasons because of the climate of the people. He was letting them know that the day would come when truth would no longer be grown in the hearts and minds of the people. Is that day here now? You don't believe me? Put some truth on Facebook. Watch the comment from your Christian friends and relatives. 
but they don't even have an appetite for it. We are dealing with a generation of people that believe they know truth even when they do not. And when truth is given, they must reject the parts that interfere with their agenda. They make truth subjective to their way. Proverbs 1 and 31. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own what? Their own way. Then when real truth comes, they either cannot accept it or they accept it, but they make no changes. Y'all, that confuses me. Even in here. Now this is the adamant believer's counsel. So how do you sit in here and get truth and make no changes? How do you amen stuff in here that, that you're doing? Say amen. Y'all need to quit talking about people and always just talking about folks and, and being hateful to people. Amen. Okay. I'm talking about you. Look at your face. But they do that. They come in here. I don't know whether it's the t-shirts, the music. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the DVD. I don't know what attracts you here. But why can't you come out of your days and hear truth? Just hear truth and go on and take it. How many of you have been offended by truth before? Some of y'all got offended last week when I talked about scandal. You thought I preached it for another reason? I preached it so you would be offended and the reason why you're supposed to be offended because originally you should have been offended by what they were showing you in that show so the very fact that that show did not offend you meant that you needed to come in here and get busted up because if it was your husband that was that president gay couples in the show doing stuff hey man you're supposed to get offended before you come in here. Amen. Truth offends me at times too. But you got to take heed. Look at somebody and say, take heed. Take heed. Because they're gonna, there's going to come a time when truth will be so scarce. You'll miss it. Second Peter 2 and 21. For it had been better. No, it's better to not know truth. Where did I start? Yeah. It's better to not know truth than to know it and not conform to it. 2 Peter 2 and 21. This is just killer right here. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. Leaving Jesus. When truth is scarce, then true disciples of Jesus will be scarce. Truth is scarce because the true disciples are scarce. Are y'all listening to me? The true disciples of Jesus are the ones that are bringing the gospel to you. Amen. God, God is going to always use preachers. Even though the world tries to give preachers a bad name, try to make them look crazy, try to make them this and that. No, no. God is going to speak through the preacher. He's going to have a prophet. He's going to have a voice. Amen. He's going to have pastors that are concerned about sheep. That's his call. That's his order. He's going to have that. Amen. So don't try to start your little, well, you know, I can't find any pastor. So I guess that means I'm supposed to. No, that does not mean that. Keep looking. Amen. God's not going to call you because you're a victim of circumstance. Amen. That's no reason to start a church because there's not one around. That's right. That's right. 
scream, love your wife, and start in a church. Church full of women. I know I'm preaching. True disciples of Jesus are called by him. And they are not just hanging around for the show. John 6 and 65. Jesus said, therefore I say unto you that no man, look at somebody say no man. man. This is about to get real. No man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my what? That means that you can plant yourself in a church. A good church where a good sound doctrine is being preached. But unless it's given of God, you're not going to get it. Oh yeah, it's about to get real. Jesus himself dealt with those that could not stomach all of the truth he taught. And eventually, they left him, even though the Bible called them disciples. See, people only focus on the 12. You didn't know that there was a lot of disciples. Jesus had a whole group of disciples, not just 12. They were with Jesus, saw his miracles, heard his messages, and yet did not believe everything he taught. Only the 12 he chose stayed with him. And this is so funny. My wife, when she was proofing this lesson, she was like, John 666? I said, yeah, just keep reading. You'll see why. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. They said, Jesus, unto... Then said Jesus unto the twelve, y'all going to leave too? Then Simon Peter answered and said, Lord, to whom? Where are we going to go? If we're Christians and you're Christ. (laughs) Christ, Christ Christian. So if we're going to be Christians, seem like we got to walk with somebody say where are you going to go I have to stay right there because that makes no sense to me when I read it so Jesus and you know Peter he didn't have much sense at the time but he had the Bible says he was an unlearned man but he had enough sense to say Christ Christian he said Lord where are we going to go you the one have the words of eternal life so if we leave you we leave eternal life the whole point to be with you in the end so seems like we need to be with you now how are we going to not be with you now and be with you in the end see there's a lot in this there's a lot of thinking you have to do to get Peter's perspective but I'm like you better tell him Peter where are you going to go so let's think back what were the people that left him thinking no man now, I mean, I'm a believer, but I mean, I don't believe everything that Christ says. <laughs> now, no, 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 don't understand that. I'm, I'm with God. I understand, but that Christ, man, it, I, mean, I just can't do it with Him, you know. But I'm, I'm now. I, I love God. He is God. I just don't know what to say. I mean, this is, you know why this is disturbing me? Because this is what people do now. 
Now that G Craig, see, he 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 just it just it's just too hard. It's hardcore. He's hardcore. Hardcore. <laughs> so when the folks got up and started leaving in Sacramento, right after they left, I talked about them, of course, and I told everybody. I said, look. That, that, that never offends me. It never bothers me. I'll, I'll, I'll even turn my back sometimes. And I'll tell them, I'll say, oh, people leaving. Let me turn my back so that you can leave freely and not even worry about me looking at you. And I'll just give them time. You know why it doesn't bother me? Because they did it to Jesus. If you would leave Jesus, I'm nothing. So if they left my Lord, then I better be prepared for... Brother, you know, now I agree with some of the stuff you preach, but some of the stuff, okay, I'm cool. You're telling me that like I'm going to change something for you. <laughs> you got it twisted. Why are you telling me that? Why would I care? Who are you? It's about this. Point to the screen and say it's about this. But Simon says, hey, Peter says, you have the words of eternal life. Where are we going to go? Who else has the words of eternal life? Those that left Jesus had just enough information to start their Gnostic versions of what Jesus taught. Yeah, boy. That's when Gnosticism was born. They couldn't handle the hard sands of Jesus, so they began preaching a softer version. Sound familiar? They began to add to it and take away from it to benefit themselves and what they desired to do. They get ambitious. They want to do stuff that's questionable. So they got to go get advice from someone that's questionable. They begin to add to the word and take away from it to benefit themselves and what they There's always somebody that will agree with you. With a clergy collar. And a license. Spin the wheel like Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> that's somebody on that wheel that's going to hear you and agree with you. Second Peter 2 and 1. But there were false prophets among the people. And there will be false teachers where? Who will what? Secretly. Secretly put forth, put forward. Wrong teachings for your what? Even turning away from the Lord who gave himself for them. Whose destruction will come quickly. And they themselves will be the cause of it. And a great number will go with them in their evil ways. Through whom the true way will have a bad name. A, B, C... G. Craig, that's a cult. They over there, you know, that's a cult. Because the truth is going to have a bad name. Because it doesn't go with the New Age movement. It doesn't go with pop culture. It's not flowing along with what the world is doing. Summary! The Bible says that in the last days, people will select churches and leaders that will give them a non-biblical pass to do the things they desire. This has led to godless churches and lasciviousness, and lascivious pastors in our time that preach a version of truth that caters 
to the new age mindset. For the sake of personal gain and platforms, men have submitted themselves to what? Wicked organizations, carnal leaders, in order to position themselves for greatness in the eyes of men. We've talked to young boys. I wish Will was here because we've talked to guys. We've talked to guys that are a part of some of these organizations. People have been murdered and killed by some of these bishops. Because they're coming in between them and their money and their fame. Had one guy, and I know him personally, he wrote a book about a very famous bishop and how he was he had a relationship, sexual relationship with this bishop for many, many years. He wrote a book about it. The bishop bought the book out of print and then had him arrested. Set him up and had him arrested. Brought the, I mean, bought all the copies and bought it out of print. So nobody would get it. That's a true story. Yeah. It's money. How else are they going to get rich? They get rich off blind sheep. You start giving sheep eyesight, you're a threat. Can I keep preaching? This has made the truth scarce and have inflated the cost of sound doctrine. Inflated the cost of sound doctrine. What do I mean by that? It's very hard. You might get talked about and left by yourself if you speak sound doctrine. The cost of sound doctrine. You might not be able to get that promotion. You might not be able to become that millionaire that everybody loves because of sound doctrine. You might not get to go there because of sound doctrine. Look at somebody say sound doctrine cost. Man, when we were getting ready for this show, people were like, is it going to be on TV? TV? You think TV is going to let me on TV? And I'm preaching against TV? Oh, man. Maybe if you start... I don't want to get on TV. How about that? In order for you to get that next platform, you're going to have to leave a little truth behind Well, maybe if I stop saying this and this and then once I get there. No, you got there for not saying that. So if you say it, you can't be there. People are leaving churches and staying home. I try to encourage people when they email me. Just keep looking. Try to find something. No, there's nothing in my area. I'm staying home. People are staying home. Yes, sir. Traveling great distances to hear it. Y'all remember the truth was scarce in the beginning of the New Testament. In John the Baptist day. Remember that? Remember the two priests of um, Israel or Judah at the time were fighting over who was the greatest. And while that was happening, the Bible says that the spirit of the Lord, the anointing of the Lord came upon John the Baptist. He was in the wilderness teaching and people were walking days. They had to journey over 50,000 people. To hear a wild man in the wilderness. Truth, truth got that scarce. They had to journey many days. To find a wild man eating locusts and honey. Declaring the truth. That's where the truth was. And his truth was so powerful that the rich and powerful king was threatened by a wild man in the wilderness. Scarce 
truth. Can I keep preaching? People are leaving churches and staying home, traveling great distances to hear it, and even relocating for the sake of it. Many of you in here have done that. But the price of truth and sound doctrine cannot be measured since it is necessary for true change in the hearts and minds of men. Revelations 22 and 18, one of the most powerful verses that closes our Bible out. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto it, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. If any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life. And out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Y'all, we are here. We are here. See, you don't hear those scriptures anymore. That scripture gave me chills. I just... I want to preach truth. Anybody love truth? Everyone stand to your feet. It is. We, we need to pray for these leaders in, our, in the body of Christ and these pastors around this country. We need to pray for those that are being... Um, contrary to God and that are standing in God's way. We need to pray for ministers, even ministers that are on the rise, just starting out, that are being corrupted even in their infancy in ministry. We need to pray for them right now. So I'm going to ask you to just bow your heads and we're just going to pray right now. Just just begin to pray even just, just within yourself or around you. Just get a preacher in mind, a preacher that you know may be fallen, may be out of order, may have influenced, the negative, negatively influenced others or whatever. Get them in your heart. and Just, just leave yourself aside. Push yourself aside for this moment. And let's, let's really intercede and believe God for him. It may be the pastor that you left, the old pastor, your old pastor. It may be, you know, he may have been doing well until this organization came and scooped him up. He may have been doing well until he got ambitious or got on the radio or got on TV. You know, you just never know. Some of these men have struggles and just little things may have turned him. He may not have had the fortitude to stand against the subtle compromise. Whatever it is, we want to pray for him right now. So just, you don't have to call the names out loud so the people next to you know who you're praying for, but just pray for him. It may be a relative of yours. It may be someone that you know, but you want to pray that in this last and evil day, they'll be able to stand, that God will do something to get their attention so they can stand in this last day. We need our pastors. We need our shepherds. We need our leaders in this last day because we are in a wicked time. So we don't want subtle compromise to get them. So just begin to pray right now for them. Get them in your mind. Get them in your heart. Intercede for them that the God of all gods will protect them. Open their eyes. God, we pray that you would open their eyes, open the eyes and the hearts and the minds of these men. Some of them are innocent in this and they've been taken. Some of them are so comfortable where they are that they can't move. Some of them are so dependent upon the finances that they can't make a change. But God, we pray that they'll begin to trust you, trust you to preach your truth. Trust you, Lord, in spite of what the world is saying, in spite of what is tempting them. They will trust you and go ahead and preach the word the way it's written. Go ahead and stand for it the way it was existed. Simplified by, by Jesus and by the disciples, God. We don't want to be those disciples that left and walked away. We don't want to be those that have been in church, but we don't receive everything that Christ has. But God, we want to believe everything that you've written and we want to apply it, be able to apply it, even if it conflicts, God, with our money, if it conflicts with our status. 
parents, if it conflicts with what people even think of us, God, we'll push all of that aside. We won't be like the rich young ruler, God. We won't turn away with our head down. But God, we're going to stick with you, with your truth and with your word, no matter what. If it infringes upon our dream and what we always wanted to do, God, we just have to let that go. Because truth is in the way. God, we pray for all the leaders in the body of Christ, those that have lifted themselves up as as leaders and even those that you've selected to lead, God. Those that have gone astray and those that are walking upright. God, we pray for them right now that they would have the fortitude to stand in this last hour. So truth will no longer be scarce. In the name that is above every name, we believe it. We pray it. And God, I pray right now for this body of believers, Lord, that put themselves aside to pray for your men of God. God, I pray a special blessing on each one of them. God, that they would be able to stand, even when it comes to money and their jobs, even when it comes to family members and those that ostracize them, talk about them. God, I pray. Lord, I pray that you would begin to use them as beacon of light everywhere so people will know, even without seeing the t-shirt, that they are adamant believers for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.